right, here we go. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes of the shattered media format, FM radio, the Rev and <laughs> already funny, the Rev and I back in the studio after 12 years. I can't believe it's been 12 years, dude. The funny thing is, is we've literally been talking about doing this for 12 years, and, and finally it's, right, it's like, happening. As soon as we left and stopped, like a week later, we were like, oh, we got to get back in the studio and do something. That was 12 years ago. And since then, I mean, my kids have grown up. I've been through about four cars, about maybe 15,000 jewel pods, I've give gotten, or take. I've gotten married, had <laughs> kids, moved up the street, drastically reduced my commute. Right, right. You used to have to drive in from Newington, which is awful enough. And now, like, Rev is... I mean, literally five houses down. So we're going to be getting together every week. We're going to do this show. I'm the Beave. That's the Rev. Now, pretty attractive addition to our team for this one. Not quite as attractive as the last one we had on here. Great for a podcast. <laughs> but Great. we we have bought along, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, because there's a little dispute here. Not a dispute, but kind of a discussion going on about what we're going to call you. It's tough. It's tough, right? Picking we're, your name. We're taking pictures, so we could. We're gonna post these uh, once the once this yeah. recording is done and, and this show goes live. But yeah, basically, we'll, we want to. Na- we, we want you to give. I mean, we're gonna have input. Obviously, we're gonna start today by introducing him to Stump, and he's our third man here, straight to my right. First time on the. Well, not your first time on the mic. You did some mic work did at a the little bit. Right back, back bit. when he was called Night Ranger. Oh no. No, it wasn't Hell Ranger. Ranger. Hell Ranger. Was it? Uh, it was Hell Ranger. That was pretty good. Night Ranger's For shit. Eight years old. Band. So uh, he's also had some mic time at the high school, though, doing like the announcing and stuff. So this is a little different than that, but we figured he's got good pipes. He's good on the mic. Got him in the studio. We're going to make it a three-man operation, and we got ton. I mean, basically, we're going to kind of be doing what we do on the Instagram account. Content. It's going to be mostly new music. We're not going to get much into a lot of like news. and. I mean, we'll give you tour dates and stuff when we have it, and some little bits of pertinent information and uh, much like the instagram account we're going to be doing a couple of features every week because we're all about the features i mean since day one you and i have been like feature centric kind of feature heavy i really i mean we we've dedicated like four hour shows literally to just nothing but featured music so rev is going to be doing uh throwbacks and maybe some covers and stump every week because you're the master of the deep dive right i've gotten good <laughs> He's got- it really Get not just surface level. Get in there. Yeah. Find that one gem, just the one. Yeah. Because if it's the only, let's call it the the art of the obscure. It's the art of the because he'll. I mean, he'll play me a track sometimes, or we'll be driving around, and a track will come on in one of his playlists, and I'll be like, "Who is this?" And he'll be like, "Oh, it's this band, a band that I know, listen to all the time. I listen to all the time. First EP, six tracks deep. That's where you got to go." So I mean, Rev and I figured that a deep dive from Stump every week. Nice. Dig a little deeper in the catalogs, because in this age of like the single-serving music thing, sometimes, and Rev and I fall victim to it all the time, it's all about the single-serving single, and I mean, there's really nothing below that. So we're going to look into that. We're going to do some interviews. I don't know if we're going to get one in today. We might try to get one in today, but we got a lot of great interviews lined up, and some of them might get a little uncomfortable, but there's no better... Well, you know it's going to get uncomfortable yeah. if it's us, right? It's us, yeah. <laughs> we make it uncomfortable. It's it's not because of who we're talking to. It's because of us. And now would be no greater time since we introed this show with the, London Calling. Which was when you and I first started dabbling in broadcasting. Apparently, that's the first song that Rev and I ever played on the air together. Yep. I totally didn't know that. But to open this podcast, we thought... And this one we've been talking about for a while, too. So we had the idea about eight months ago to, to start a podcast and you know actually get together with a show. And I can't remember who offered up the question, and it's unimportant. And it, it was kind of one of those long, uncomfortable pauses in our in our G chat room. It was a pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. I That's like right. It. 
and nine months. Like, and and the question was, what's the first song we're gonna play? Because this this is important, and we we all had some really really we good did. ideas. We did, and I mean, the the, the more we at, at at the time of that discussion, this song was really huge on our radar, and we thought, you know what, we love this guy, we love this song, we want to pay homage to the man, Ron Gallo. This one's called Young Lady. You're scaring me. Don't call it a podcast. You're scaring me too. Not you, stuff. You're okay. <clears throat> NoNameRadio.com. <laughs> Radio Free Radio, streaming unrest. 
All right, so coming up after this, we got, I'm looking at it now, Mr. Neck Tattoo himself, Ollie Sykes. He's hot. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about we'll what's discuss. going on. Beave and I saw this guy last night. We did. In what was literally, I think, a storage container. It was basically a storage container converted. with a stage. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Barnes Courtney, fucking amazing. We'll yep. talk all about that. Yep. And from him, we got his new single, London Girls. Young lady, you're, you're scaring, scaring me. me. From uh, a guy that we're kind of big on, heavy meta. Not you called this album. I mean, we're not, we're not really big, big on, on him. We but love, we that, love song. that single so uh, much. That was Ron Gallo. Young lady, you're so, scaring so, me. So, so where do we jump in here? I mean, we have so much to talk about, and I know you guys got to see Barnes Courtney last night. I, I can't because I have you know family responsibilities. Yes, that's fine. I sent you many Snapchats on that. I, so, I, I think the most important thing that I took well, there's two parts to that show. First of all, that venue, which you awesome. touched on earlier. 
A, it was awesome, and B, it was smaller than our backyard. It had to be 150 people. So we, we walk in, we get there like half hour early, there's like 10 people in line, and we walk in, and the place, I, I couldn't believe the size of the place, so I went up to the bar, and I said to the bartender, how many people, like, this is sold out, how many people are going to be here? She's like, oh, it holds 200. I was like, 200 people? What? So but. also with Barnes Court, it was another band that, uh, I think they just, I heard a new single from them yesterday, uh, the Huna. How are they? Is it Huna or Hunna? Hunna. Uh, they had that Huna. single like a year or two ago, You and Me, that we yeah. posted up and played a lot, and it was really good. Um, apparently, they had some trouble with their manager, I and they lost and... some funds. The know. singer was kind of talking to it on the stage Man. like, we're sorry. I mean, listen, we discussed it after. For an opening band, pretty good. But dude, Barnes Courtney, I am telling you, this guy could come into this studio right now with the three of us. And he would arena the fuck out Treat of this place. Treat it like place. Madison Square Garden. The guy no, is out of his mind. Now, I feel like this isn't the first time you've seen Barnes Courtney and had the same feedback. You said, like, he was playing in front of 20 people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the same thing. Yes, treating it like um, it was MSG. Yeah, my uh, nephew and godson, Z Mellon. I don't know where he is on Instagram. I'll shout him out later. But uh, we went to see the Wombats at College Street in New Haven. And Barnes Courtney was opening. And I was, I mean, I like the Wombats. But at that point, Barnes Courtney was starting to get more on our radar. So I was kind of there to see him, and I mean, he was probably playing for the same amount of people, and this dude was like taking off his shirt and swinging it around. And I mean, last remember the end last night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I missed. Thing I've ever seen. I missed the first show, the Barnes Courtney, because I was probably smoking doobies and watching Planet Earth. You were, you were definitely was. I remember that night. You were definitely. But down. even in that tiny ass place, he was like. He managed to crowd surf on How? like 25 skinny yeah. ass I mean, there was just kids. these like teenage white kids. And, and then at the end, he's on stage and you can tell he's wrapping it up. And the 200 people are kind of getting into it. They're starting to get involved. And he tells everybody, okay, squat down, get down. Now, I'm an old man. I'm not squatting down. I didn't down. want to. I'm not squatting down because there's a chance that I might not get back up. I got peer pressured into it. Everyone else did. I really, me and my girlfriend were like, fuck this, but. And wow. it is. So he, everybody gets down, and he basically, now he's shirtless at this point because the leather he's jackets come up. for like three songs. Three songs, I think. Three songs. I think some of his sweat hit me. He was really. Yeah, he basically just walks out into the middle of the crowd, shirtless, and just starts like getting every, it was, it was like the most amazing thing I've I'm going to jump in here as well. When he walked out into the crowd, we were probably, I don't know, 20, 30 feet away from him, maybe like 15 people. Yeah, close. As soon as he hit the crowd, just the aroma of his fucking weed. It was, was all you could smell was weed. And I think it was coming off him it because be. we, we didn't smell is it. He, is, he, is he a merit? Like, I know little to nothing about him personally other than just pretty well, much his singles come up in the playlist. Born in England, but doesn't sound English. No, that's what we're either not because he did some Which pretty long, I. like, you know, talks in between. Right. He's a good talker. He, like, you know, talks to people directly, but I think he's from Ipswich. He's literally from Ipswich, Suffolk, England. He must have come to America when he was like... He's got no accent whatsoever. And I mean, the stage presence on this guy is just off the charts. If you guys get a chance to see Barnes Courtney, his new album, 404, um, I I full spun that the other day. And as soon as I was done, I went to our Spitting Unresty list and added that as a potential album of the year. No, just I potential. I don't want to uh, spend too much time on this next topic, but I mean, uh, do we have to even talk about it? We might as well because you we, bought it. We up. teased it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, we did. Ali Sykes, man, this dude is totally committed to the game. Yeah, I mean, with I, the amount of tattoos that he has. Yeah, we we touched on this. When, I mean, we talk about a lot of guys when we discussed Johnny Stevens on the IM a couple weeks ago, and we might be talking about them next week. But I mean, if you're Ali Sykes and you've got that many tattoos all up on the neck, coming. 
your career options are limited. I mean, granted, it's working out for him. It's the full black arm that gets me. That's a full... That's I think he a, just had something and just move. covered it. It's solid ink, man. Mm. I love it. But, I mean, bring and me to... I, I see so few tattoos that I dislike. Like, I'm generally, I would say, that's true. a pro tattoo person. Yeah, that's... But I, I don't like the look he's got. But that being said, hard. the latest single from them that we just played a little while back, Sugar, Honey, Ice, and Tea, Rev and I were discussing a few weeks ago how we were a little concerned about the sound that bring me horizon was going in like their direction because they released a few singles in a row that were kind of almost poppy i think they were going poppy and they were good but they were a lot different i remember spending some time on his wikipedia page and he said he went into rehab i guess he had a problem i don't remember if it was uh, booze or drugs but he came out of when he came out of rehab and this is i'm paraphrasing this quote he said i don't want to scream anymore i want to sing at the top of my lungs so, mm. so, I mean, they got a pretty fair. dedicated following. The feedback that I got when we featured them on the Instagram page was mostly positive feedback on the soft, not the softer, but, you know, the more poppy sounding stuff. But that latest single, Sugar, Honey, Ice, and Tea, pretty heavy, and it slaps pretty hard. I think I'm happy with where they're going. Anyway, let's put that behind us and keep moving forward here. Podcast number one, but don't call it a podcast. These guys are called The Million, and this is Something Better. I'll let that out, but I won't. Loving me should have been easy. Had me on my knees. I tried everything. Found a girl in the same mess. Constant mind games with the ex. Wish they came with background checks. But we love to be the guests if maybe you two got together and threw your own fucking party. Inviting everyone you know conceited with their cannabis. Hell! Make this any tougher Cause you two are worth nothing Which makes you perfect for each other I found somebody better
truce was broken, I knew that the rest of our journey would be great success. Smelling here is just awful. This is Streaming Unrest. as well as user interaction right I now. I love you users. You're so fun. Love you guys. Right love now, you guys. this is Two Feet with Pink. Cause I still think about the old days In the city with my own fate 25 don't feel the same way The streets keep changing names We all spend time now at your mom's place the west side in the fall haze All of our stories went the same way When we had time to waste And I think that I'm falling I'm tripping and I'm crawling It feels like right up 
City's own right there, Two Feet. That one is called Pink. Before that, we had Palm Springsteen. Love that track, dude. Love that track. Great pick by The Rev on that. That one's called Sister, Sister. And we open it up with one of my new favorite bands, who I think is going to explode possibly over the next six months or so. That was The Million with Somebody Better. So I think now would be a good time to shift over and talk about the obvious thing here because basically the way this whole thing started was because of the Instagram account, right? Yeah. All the kids are about IG. Yeah. Looks up Instagram. Now you're okay. you're more. <laughs> I can barely get a response yeah. from this kid on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, we started the Instagram account a few years ago. I think now a couple years ago, 2017 ish. The idea was to kind of feed to the discussion that Rev and I were having about the single serving music thing. I mean, how do people discover new music? And I mean, it's changed over the past even five or six, seven years. It's not like FM radio anymore. We know nobody's doing that. So our idea was to kind of give out little snippets. You know, little one-minute samples of music that we thought was good, and we thought that was a digest. Now, now uh, Stump is—he's like—he's not a millennial. He doesn't want to be called a millennial. Zennial? Zen- think I'm a millennial. No, Gen Z. I don't, cause I, I don't Gen remember. Z? I don't remember nine eleven. So that means something as far as which well, generation. Well, the, the, I'm the in. good, the, the great. I mean, Stump is going to bring a lot to this show. But one of the best things that I think Stump brings, and I think Rev agrees, is Rev and I are kind of getting up there in years. I mean, he's a little behind me, but. We're not fully disconnected from the pulse of the youngsters. The zeitgeist. But <laughs> there's there's a problem in the zeitgeist. And it's sometimes we'll be talking to Stump and we'll just look at him and be like, what are you talking about? So he kind of, he's good for us in that he tells us what works, what looks good. Keep it keep it young. Yeah, keep I mean, the way he scrolls through his feed is well, how I mean, people the, scroll through their feed. And realistically, we can even touch on this with a real-life example that happened today when we were, when you, in the group chat, said, don't forget to bring your headphones. And the response was, we Gucci. <laughs> I, we Gucci. I just accept it when he says that. I don't know. I mean, we're think, Gucci, okay? I think people we, talk in memes now. My wife works with a, a fair share of young people, so she jokingly keeps me abreast of what young people are saying right oh, now. Oh, no! Amen. Anyway. Oh, so continue. We, you had a thought. Did I break your no, thought? No, no, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I, I could go off on a tangent. Uh, so, you know yeah, so I anyway, play. so what the, the main point of this was that, you know, the Instagram account spawned this. Um, we're, we're not really big right now on Facebook and Twitter, but. We have a presence. We have Facebook a presence, and that's fine, but we do love our Instagram followers. I mean, I, and I'm not saying this just to blow smoke up their ass. I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of followers that are just ghost followers, and they never... But the people that interact and com- comment and like make music suggestion, the best. Now, good example of this, when we posted the first teaser for this show, it said, don't call it a podcast. Now, Rev and I knew what the joke was. I mean, for us, the joke is, uh, you don't know. What the- I still, I don't. I still don't. <laughs> he's, he's on the team, and he doesn't get the joke. Well, here's the other thing. I mean, he doesn't get the joke. He, the, the, the sayer that we stole this from, I'm sure, I'm sure e-money over here is familiar with this person but not as a musician moved on to different things right probably as an actor famous for his cbs yes drama yes which yes. i don't watch <laughs> but this we saw this from uh, ll cool j right and he was in the ring and he was d- dancing around the videos saying mama said knock you out and one of the did best he, lines in this he do, is that his song mama said knock That's you LL out cool j mama said oh. knock you out mama- <laughs> If we're full disclosure, before that, I couldn't have told you what LL Cool J did. You know me. that expression when a light bulb goes off above someone's head? Yeah. That happens with yeah. Stumble Up, but it's like on a dimmer. It's like not a fully illuminated light. It's like, like someone just slid a dimmer. I got like, hey, Google, turn the lights up 10%. <laughs> but Stump anyway, said. anyway, the uh, don't call it a comeback was the big line in that song. So 
We're not calling this a comeback. We're not calling it a podcast. One of our great followers, uh, Dalton. I don't know how to say his last name. Go with Dalton. Go with his name. Dalton1335. He, he's, he, he, he's Dalton1335. Wolmerdorf. Wolmerdorf. Dalton Wolmerdorf. Listen, I said, I said don't try. He came right I out with it. He was, he, was, he was the first guy, like, 10 minutes after the post. Got it. He got the joke. So um, go check out Dalton. We love him. He's a great artist, and he's got some stuff for sale. He does T-shirts and stuff. Buy that shit. Yeah, you should buy that shit up. But uh, And if you're hearing this and you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, get out there and do it. Give us a like. Give us a rest. follow. follow give that. us a tweet. Yeah, and if, if by chance any of you listening, which it might be a small percentage, found us some other way besides Instagram because we're on you know Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, one of those other services, go to spinningonrest.com. Check out our Instagram. It's fun. Every day. And on Thursdays, we have fun with this, don't we? We do. <laughs> so Thursdays, traditionally, in any social media, is a throwback Thursday. and It's I, almost too predictable, but we had to do it. We had you to. you got to do it, right? As, I mean, you're a child of the 80s. I'm a child of the 90s. And there is a lot of good music coming out. Yes. Of that time period. Yep. Stuff that holds up surprisingly and well. And it needs to be addressed, I think. So I picked the song based on uh, you and I the other day spontaneously deciding to clean out what is now our studio. Yeah. You had music going because you always have music going. Yeah. And and this this one actually kind of checks a, a a couple of boxes for me. One, it's a cover. Check. Two, it's from the 90s. Check. Check. Three, it's from an OST, official movie soundtrack. Check. Directed by Quentin Tarantino. Big fan. Double Four check. checks. That's, uh, How many checks is that? You got to lose one for the feet. So three? Yes. Three checks. Three checks. Three checks. Three checks. <laughs> but anyway, without further ado, this is Urge Overkill covering Neil Diamond off the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, Girl, You'll, you'll Be, be a, a Woman Soon. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. I love you so much, can't count all the ways I've died for you, girl, and all they can say is, he's not your kind. They never get tired of putting me down, and I never know when I come around. What I'm gonna find Don't let them break up your mind
some spinning unrest. Love it! Come on over, play my heart like a drum, play my heart like a drum, play my heart like a drum. Looking through me, I can sound like buzz, I can sound like buzz, I can sound like buzz. Putting your body, keep me high like drugs, get you high like drugs, get you high like drugs. Come on over, play my heart like a drum, play my heart like a drum, play my heart like a drum. Say, mama, give me something. So around the corner, we got my deep dive. But before that, we got Judah in the line over my head. Don't call it a podcast. I mean, you could call it a podcast if you want. We prefer you don't. Yeah. I mean, maybe call it a podcast. If you want, I guess. If you What's my purpose? What's my future? I don't know. These are the questions I address before I go to sleep. I wish my mind would turn off with the lights on the TV screen. But here in the dark, everything off. I start to think. It gets hard to breathe I, 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 I I'm in over my I'm in over my head I'm in over my I'm in over my head All these thoughts are an ocean that I'm drowning in I'm in over my I'm in over my Empty lie. So 
So what's the point if that's our purpose on earth by design? All this stressing got me confessing that I can't find beats So I hydrate, caffeine, medicate, repeat I hydrate, caffeine, medicate, repeat I, 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 I I'm in over my, I'm in over my head I'm in over my, I'm in over my head All this thoughts, all the notion that I'm drowning in I'm in over my, I'm in over my band that we are huge on right now and we actually discussed this pre-show the man who with give me something yeah that was a instant message band and we'll, we we'll we opened it up with our our throwback of the week that was girl you'll be a woman soon from urge Overkill. now who who among us doesn't remember that scene in pulp fiction i mean i i know for a fact Clearly. stump remembers it because i made him watch that movie when he was like six years old and he got it explains a bit i got it <laughs> uma thurman right she dancing around Takes the heroin out of John yeah. Travolta's pocket. <laughs> thinks it's coke. Oh, yeah. I even bought Hannah, my daughter, a T-shirt, and, and on it is uh, Uma Thurman's face when she collapsed with the blood the coming bloody, out of her the nose. nose. And uh, what, what did the shirt say? Fuck. It said something about um, life is. It was really funny. I don't know. I'll get it up on the internet for you. But anyway, great radio. Pulp Fiction, great movie. Um, anything by Twin, Quentin Tarantino. The, the, there's right? only one that comes to the front of my mind that isn't isn't rock solid from Tarantino, and that's Jackie Brown. I was not a huge fan. I of that liked movie. it, but yeah, I wouldn't I say that was cold. Nah, I don't think you'd I like don't it. Think I need but hate, Hateful Eight, that's yours, right? What would be your first Quentin Tarantino pick, Stump? Because you're well versed. It's got to be either Pulp Fiction or Inglorious Bastards. I mean, one of. Those I mean, movies. I would have to say Inglorious Bastards, but not by a huge margin. Pulp well, Fiction. Close. Pulp Fiction. See, have... and here's one that you're both neglecting in this in this in this conversation. Is Reservoir Dogs his his first? Oh yeah, I don't directorial think Stump was debut. Enough exposed to that, but you would love that. Dude. You should check that out. It, yeah, it's pretty twisted. Say, I haven't. 
Star I've been meaning to. Fantastic. Great soundtrack, to. too. Yeah, great soundtrack. Oh, and he's got a new movie out, Once Upon a Time Once in Hollywood. A, yeah, have we seen that? Brad Pitt. I have not, but it's on my list good. of things to do. You heard it was good? I heard only yeah. good things about um, that. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, by far our favorite movie director of all time, and we'll probably be featuring a lot of audio clips maybe from those movies. I mean, you've been hearing the stuff in between songs. It might get on your nerves. It doesn't matter. It sounds good to us. Little movie bites and stuff like that. And it, it, it's always fun. It's always fun. So where are we at? We're going in head first. Head first into the deep head dive. Into my deep dive of the week. So this song, from the band formerly known as Republican Hair, changed their name. Is it a band or is it just the guy? Uh, I think it might just be Luke Dick. It might. I, I, and listen, I love Mr. Dick because <laughs> what, for Christmas, I reached out to Mr. Dick on Instagram because we were featuring his stuff when he was right. just starting to come out. I said, hey, you know, my son wants one of your shirts for Christmas. Can you? And he sent me a free T-shirt. Still got it, right? Stand-up guy. But apparently, but All cap Steve now? Uh, he's a strange dude. He's always struck me as a little eccentric. But what's up with the name change? I'm going to let him roll with it. Is he reinventing himself? I don't know. Can, can I throw this this one out to my wife, who I affectionately call Steve, even though that's not a real name? Uh, I'm sure she loves that. This one's for you, Coach. We have <laughs> Chaotic Good. From Steve. Or Republican hair. Or Republican hair. Here Whichever you like. Here we go. Oh, my mind is for the taking. Baby, here's the invitation infiltrated. And my ego is a little shaky. Let me serve it on a plate so you can break it. Because, baby, you're good. So, so chaotic good. So, so. 
man under my command owes me 100 Nazi scalps. And I want my scalp. Call it whatever you want, man. Just don't call it a podcast. Pretend to fall asleep now When we get old Will we regret this? Too young to think About all that shit Installing only goes so far When you've got a head start Cause we can stay at home Or watch the sunset But I get up from asking Are you born yet? And if you're feeling lonely You should tell me this ends up as another memory Will you tell the truth So I don't have to lie Will you tell the truth So I don't have to lie Yet, yes, clearly. Uh, from Wallows. I'm Coming bored. up, we're going to talk about the lead singer of that band, Dylan. Right now, it's Water Parks with Dream Boy. Am I the boy you dreamed of? Uh, living in your subconscious. Oh, do you believe in love? Uh, and is it because of me? It's up to me. Am I the boy you dreamed of? Just, oh, oh, do you believe in love? Oh, oh, is it because of me? It's up to me. Say it all. 
single from water parks right there pop punk have you heard that before yes Is, yeah it's good right for a pop punk song it's pop I mean, punk it's, i mean it's, it's like no yellow guard yeah it's the domino's pizza theory right it's never going to be great but it's always going to be good pop punk i'll take it love it before that wallows with are you bored yet and chaotic good stumps deep dive love that song love right that song. guy he's right weird song. he might be reinventing himself we don't know that's fine though but how about uh dylan minette so you said you haven't seen 13 reasons well, i'm gonna be i, re- I, gonna I, be I watched the first five I minutes haven't. of the first episode and i'm like yeah, this is not for me my problem with it is that like you know the work people that are always like oh my god you gotta watch this show this show's just the best that's all i get about 13 reasons why it works see i'm fairly Constantly. fortunate with the people i work with typically have good recommendations and stuff i would enjoy not me Mine is the opposite, dude. Everything that the people I work with watch just absolutely sucks. I mean, 13 Reasons Why, I think the premise was good. So the premise was, like, a girl committed suicide. Right. And she left the tape behind. So that's a very sad, touchy subject. Yeah. So right. Sad. And I think their idea going into it was good. I don't think the production was good. And the worst thing about it is the acting was just... It's no Riverdale. <laughs> I mean, Yikes. I'm going to come right Because the acting there is fantastic. I'm going to come right out. And say, Riverdale, can we score some Jingle Jangle tonight? Or That would be great. <laughs> Gotta get the JJ. Gotta get the JJ. But uh, anyway, the reason we bring up 13 Reasons Why, of course, Dylan Minnette, lead singer of Wallow, super talented dude. And he was actually, I will tell you, he was the best actor in that show. It sounds like you're setting the bar pretty low. However, I do enjoy Wallows. There huh. hasn't been much stuff that they've come out with that I haven't enjoyed. I mean, these these guys are great. They got a great vibe. They're like full LA, top to bottom, front to back. It's that kind of sound. It's just like you, you can tell it's from LA, you know, 10 seconds. We into can't it. we can't close out this conversation without mentioning this note about his other job. So he's in Wallows. Oh. <laughs> he's this on 13 Reasons Why. This is strange. And apparently he's a foot model. Now, what are the criteria like what do you put on your what's the prerequisites if you decide you want to be a foot model just have nice feet i think quentin tarantino just calls you one day (laughs) see he did it he linked it he bought it all together you get a call from just a you know no number so gross quentin Quentin tarantino an admitted i think foot fetish guy right he made what what the fuck from dust till dawn was made just for that one scene he's weird he's really weird i mean he makes good movies i mean he's a genius i think if we have to give him his foot thing for the movies, that's okay. I, I would. I, I mean, he's kind of weird. But like I always say about people that do like music and act, listen, as long as you're not killing anybody or hurting anybody in your off time, I don't really care what you're doing. Get Entertain paid. me. Get paid. Entertain me, right? Get paid. Do your thing. But uh, apparently stuff. Dylan Minnette has a nice feet. Maybe we should get a picture of that. Would that be weird? Yes. 
I want to know how nice his feet pull, are. I don't, I don't look at dude. Pull feet. that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, pull that shit up. Um, so anyway, Wallows catch them on tour. I, I'm pretty sure we didn't do the research here, but I'm pretty sure they're touring right now. Also, everybody, look, the lava lamp coming to life. Oh, it. it looks like a it's alien like a fetus. I bought that from a Spencer's Gifts for $15 like four years ago. Yeah, he did. Boy. And my wife yells at me because I leave it turned on and she thinks it's going to burn the house down. But anyway, anyway so that's our discussion about Dylan right. and all that stuff. And again, not not to spend a whole lot of time talking about this. We could spend as much time as we want. That's true. It's our show. <laughs> uh, I'm Googling his feet this, right this, now. <laughs> I knew you were, you creepy fuck. This next artist was uh, also an actor. He was. And I... All right, he I came am- from a show where if you're not in jail for possessing child uh, pornography or dying in a Vancouver hotel, you're doing pretty oh, good You're for doing okay if you're alive at this point. If you were in Glee and you're still today breathing air and a lot, you, you've made out. I think you've succeeded in life, right? Now, now I don't remember what character he played. I, Trouty I Mouth. Will, I will, they it, called him Trouty Mouth because he had the big lips. I will admit to watching the first season Dude, and, I watched and five someone seasons. enjoying it. Again, I was watching this with my lovely wife, Steve, yes. who was also committed yes. until they got a new cast. His, his character was actually named Sam, and he was a transfer student, not from that fancy school, but from another... But he was he, a quarterback, right? Or something like yeah, that. He yeah, football. and he came in a little later, but I'll tell you what, dude. When Glee was hot those first few seasons, and I mean, I was a grown-ass man. I just, I there was something about that. Did you ever watch it with us? Mm. Your sister and well, I. Did you go see them on yeah. tour? No, my daughter. Uh. <laughs> my mom took my daughter to see him at the Mohegan Sun Arena uh, Casino here in Connecticut. And uh, their seats were really terrible. And my mom, who's kind of old now, she's in her mm. 70s, um, she chummed up with some security guy and told the guy that her leg hurt and that she couldn't walk. And they got handicapped seats. They were like right on the side of the stage. The Go mom! Anyway, this one is from a band. Oh, God. It's so terrible. It's Trouty Mouse's new band, man. Yeah, it's great. It's based on his last name. The name of the band is Over a Street. The name of the track is Monster.
Thanks for the twist. Loud noises! Twist! This is streaming unrest. How does it feel to lie alone in your bed when you know this is forever? Low like the sun, come down and break into two. Thank you. 
coming up, we got a little segment we like to call "What the fuck of the week." What the fuck of the week? What's it's just a what the fuck? Pretty self-explanatory. Just a what so. the fuck of the week. I don't think there needs. I much think that'll play out okay. Yeah, that'll be all right. But before that, we got Phantom Planet with their new single "Bali Song." We miss you, Jason Schwartzman. Where are you, Jason Schwartzman? Don't call it a podcast. <laughs> Good in Scott one Pilgrim, of those bands though. that I still hate myself for liking. I know, but it didn't take us long to get our claws into this one, though. No. Really good. Their newest single, Bally Song, 
Before that, we had Of Monsters and Men with Wars. Ugh. Pete's not happy with this block. And we opened the block with uh, Overstreet, Trouty Mouth from Glee, and their single Monster. Now, in between Overstreet and Of Monsters and Men, not all of you may have realized what you were hearing, and possibly some of you may have been looking at your phone like, what happened? But what we had was, uh, if any of you are familiar with the band Korn, back in the mid-2000s, early 2000s, early, 90s. no, 90s, jeez. They had this song called Twist. Did you put it in? And it, was, <laughs> and it was it was basically Jonathan Davis, lead singer of Korn, just making noises, doing his thing. No lyrics. You really saved that one until you needed it. I did. Track one on Life is Peachy. Track one, they open up with Twist. And uh, back in the day there, during our FM days, I put together a little kind of pre-produced thing for the Wayne Manor show, Stephen Wayne, who we'll also talk about in a minute. And what it was was Stump, who was about six or five. Yeah. I think you were in kindergarten. Yeah, I must That was Stump on the mic singing along with Jonathan Davis and Twist. And we actually aired that. I made the radio twice. We aired that twice. And then then Stephen Wayne might have aired it at least one more time after the heyday. I remember. We were in Florida and he called us. And that's probably, even if you missed it and don't feel like rewinding, I can guarantee you. Listen to iHeartRadio. Your son's on it again. But, uh, and also want to make a mention and a big thanks to Stephen Wayne, who is the new voice. Kind of, is he the voice, I guess, of Screaming yeah. Unrest? Yeah, I'm comfortable saying He's that. He's the guy Absolutely. that you're hearing in between songs, busting our chops, giving you the IDs. We're super thankful to have him on board. You can't neglect, you can't talk about S-Dub without mentioning that he was also our teacher and the one who kind Listen, of showed us the ropes. The guy taught us everything we know, bought us in, I mean, a class of, you know, 30 dumbass people at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. He took us in. Showed us everything we know. We showed him some stuff, too. And I think it was like, what do you call it when the two organisms have a... Symbiotic. It was a... Thank you. Again, why we keep Stump around. It was a symbiotic relationship. And he taught us a lot of stuff. And we're super happy that he's here. He's got great set of pipes on him. Doesn't even need any effects or anything. No. Like, nope. back in the day, we used to have people do drops. And we'd have to put, like... All sorts of filters. And no name radio. But, I mean, S-Dub, you're the man. Thank you. Check him out on Instagram. I think it's underscore Stephen underscore Wayne underscore. He also gave me six apples when I visited <laughs> once as a kid. He loved Ethan. Really loved that. I was loved like five him years so old. much. Him and the beaver. Or I ate every the, single one of those yeah, fucking he, apples. He was good with that. So uh, we'll be talking more about that. That was Stump with Twist. Right now, to wrap this up, kind of, this may go on hopefully not more than like 10 minutes. We, we'll we can easily go on this for hours. Keep it short. So every week, uh, the three of us are going to pick one story from the past week. That kind of threw us for a loop. It's not always going to be music related. It might sometimes be, but mine it, is. Yeah, it's ba- music related. It's basically that kind of story. Like you're just looking at your computer screen or your phone screen, and you're like, "What the fuck? Like, are you kidding me?" So let's kick it off, Coach. Here we go. Oh man, this is so hard. Mm. Uh, so this past week was the 18th anniversary of 9/11. And Never forget. Never forget. Anybody who knows me, the first two websites I go to in the morning, I go to ESPN for my sports news, and then I jump to TMZ for for my Hollywood gossip. Uh, So apparently on 9-11, Lenny Dykstra, from his official account, tweeted out that anybody born on 9-11-2001 is now of legal age of consent. Okay. And posted a map by state of of each state's legal legal consent. (laughs) You and, know he had that map saved too for the occasion. That's not something he just pulled. No, up. but wait, he there's more. That, uh, there's more. There's more. So he goes on like after this distasteful uh, tweet gets some traction 
to blame it on a college intern. Now, Lenny Dykstra, who's got about as many teeth as my seven-year-old. Oh, the guy's a mess, man. He's a mess. Former yeah. former Major League All-Star Lenny Dykstra, who went by the moniker of Nails in his playing day. Because he was hey, tough he, as Nails. He was a big, big, big baseball player. Blames a college intern. Yeah! He says the intern did it, and she's been sent back to college. <laughs> Spend more time on studies. Lenny Dykstra, what the fuck? All right, my what the fuck of the week going right into, and I, I can't even like fathom sometimes what's going on with these two bands. And we're going to talk about this a lot, but listen, if you're a modern alternative music fan, you know who Blink-182 is, right? Yeah, e- Everybody it. knows yeah, who Blink. Even yes. Stump as well first in the Blink-182. You know what happened? The breakup, Tom DeLonge leaves. They have Plus 44. They have, how many, what other side projects? Boxcar Racer. Boxcar Racer. And it's at this point in modern music, we think, I definitely think, that the prime motivation driving Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 with Matt Skiba, which, a, which instantly makes Blink-182 better to me. Uh, instantly nullifies Blink-182 to me. What do you think? Eh. Uh, really? You don't like Alkaline Trio? Good. Listen, I, I love I, I love Matt Skiba. I love Alkaline Trio. Point I, of Death was pretty good. It was. It was. And I'm not taking... I think the my problem with new Blink-182 is they're trying too hard to grasp that sound that they had in their in the heyday. Ni- in the 90s. The yeah, late I mean, 90s. some of those new songs, man, those hooks and stuff, it sounds really familiar. Super bit. familiar. And so what's happening now is I'll be going through the playlist of, you know, on Spotify and I'll see, oh, new single from Angels and Airwaves, Tom DeLonge's current band. It's awful. I think he gave up on the UFO thing, right? I think he needs money to fund the UFO did. thing. But it's funny because two days later, new Blink-182 single. A week after that, new Tom De- I mean, I think they're just sitting at one their computers one-upping each other. But I've heard rumors, and I, I don't ask me where I've heard these rumors, but there might be like an original lineup reunion at some point. I'm past it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not past. saying I'm gonna that's like, actively seek tickets. That's but. like telling me Tool's coming out with a new album. I'm past it. Well, I'm past there. it. But seriously, Mark Hoppus, Blink One E Two, Angels and Airways, Tom DeLonge. What the fuck? So for my what the fuck of the week, and this kind of happens a lot. This isn't the first time this has happened, but I still love it every time I see it. <clears throat> okay. The Post Malone Ozzy collab. <laughs> now. This I don't is even, perfect. I haven't heard it. I haven't listened to it. I have no plans to. But my favorite part about when things like this happen is going on Twitter. Oh, see, he gets that. He gets that right and away. You seeing get, the collections of tweets, like what's happening with the no, tweets. It, it, the best part, and this is you know, whenever like it's an old band like the Beatles, Ozzy, whatever, mm-hmm. you'll see a bunch of people be like, "Oh my God!" Like. Good for Post Malone for who the hell is Ozzy Osbourne? Post Malone's going to make him huge. Like, oh my God, I can't That's believe so Post funny. Was, I was featured. hoping you were going to take it here because I did some reading on this as well. And, and I love that. Every and time. Not, That's not so Trump, funny. You, Trump in on you here, but isn't Post Malone getting credited with discovering Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, no, yeah you can find is tweets. insane. Crediting Post, and it'll happen every time there's an old band featured on somebody, and it's great. That's where we're at in social It never media. gets old to me. I think that's where we're at. I'll laugh at those tweets every single fucking time. So, so who do we direct this what the fuck to? Do we direct at Post Malone or social media? I well, I personally I think and listen, everybody. I did both. listen to the song. I put it in the rotation and I just put a feature together for it the other day. And here's my take on this collaboration: that song would be a hundred times better if Ozzy wasn't there. I mean, Man. I basically found the one minute chunk of song to feature that didn't have. Listen, I I, I love Ozzy. You saying it's fan service? I I don't. I I've been an Ozzy fan since I was. When did that first album came out? I was 11, 12 years old. His funny story, too, a little side story here. Ozzy's first guitarist, Randy Rhodes, 
You know who he is. Yeah. Right, he was like a fan. He was and huge. I know where you're going with this. I've heard this story. Back in the day, he was like the guy. Ozzy picked him up kind of out of nowhere. Nobody. He wasn't like one of those guys that have been going around metal bands. He was a new face, Randy Rhodes, and he was insane guitar. If any of you out there are musicians and you're not aware of this guy, you should go Google him because personally what I think one of the greatest metal guitarists of all time died way too young, tragic plane crash in Florida. His parents were actually my high school music teachers. Or middle school. I'm sorry. Same thing. And, uh, Same show. Yeah, so he came in, and I actually got to meet him. And anyway, so finish up. What, what's your take on the Aussie? Who's, who's it helping? Who's who's it directed at? Who are you saying what the and, fuck And to? before you do that, if, if you want to talk, see a great Aussie and, I guess, rap collaboration, and, and I talked to some millennials at work. They weren't even aware this existed. He dabbled in rap before. He did a collaboration did. with Buster Rhymes back in, like, 99. He did. That he is. did. I mean. Give it to us. I feel like my what the fuck has got to be at both because if Ozzy's already collaborated with Busta Rhymes, why even I do think, we need this? I think Ozzy's, in this? my opinion, I'm thinking Ozzy's trying to stay relevant. I, I was going to say, that, when was the last time you spoke the name Ozzy Osbourne? And I think Post is doing him a favor. And But also what the fuck to social media because like, I think that's how hard is it to throw Do your Google? due diligence. Do your due if you're diligence. you're going to throw a tweet out there. Like, if you're going to put a tweet out yep. into the public fucking stratosphere, yep. just throw Google on it. Make sure. There you go. Make sure you know. There you go. So who we what the fucking? Everybody. Social media. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. everybody. What, what the, the fuck, fuck everybody? everybody? What the fuck? <laughs> All right, boys. That's, that's not uh, too bad. That was okay. First show's in the books, fellas. First show's not in bad. the books, and now would be a good time to wrap this up and let you know that we understand that some of you probably want to listen to this and like the music and want to know what we played and maybe didn't catch it. So every show that we do... We're going to post the playlist on Spotify of the songs we played in order, and we'll put that up on our Instagram, and you can always find it at spinningunrest.com. It'll have a link for both this podcast and the latest playlist. And the one other thing we want to mention before we go, so this final track in the show, basically we're each picking five songs every show, which I think is a pretty good balance, but we always want to end with a track. So that's kind of like the surprise track, which is the last one of the show. And we picked it this week. Rev picked it. I think it was a solid pick. This was the song that destroyed the Arctic Monkeys, by the way. We'll talk about that another time. Also has uncensored nudity on YouTube. It sure does. And it's video. pretty great. I'm not saying go check it out, but maybe throw it to Google. Go check it out. If you like go nudity. check it out. Wait, Google. So what we, wait, tasteful nudity. Wait. Male nudity or female no. nudity? Is there right, a dong? No. Okay. There's no dong. So uh, well. w- what we decided to do is we're going to give you guys a chance every week. Pick the final song. You know, put a post up. Ask for input. You could DM us. You could comment. And if we pick your song for the final song, we'll send you like some hot dogs and we'll shout you out. Or we really have nothing to give some you. Some nudes, yeah, we maybe. Nothing. We could send nudes. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I, you'll, you'll get a shout out on this lovely You'll podcast. get a shout out. We'll talk about you on the air. And if you're pimping anything, we'll pimp it for you. Please feedback, like, follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere you can Instagram. find us. Instagram. Even if you're not going to be listening. Obviously, we appreciate the follow, the subscribe. Sometimes shorter doses is okay. That's right. Shorter doses is fine. Take us in shorter doses. We get that. Listen, just give us the follow and listen to the playlist, and we'll be happy. So without further ado, this is Mini Mansions featuring Alex Turner of Arctic Monkeys fame. Vertigo. This band destroyed Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Worth it. This was it. Worth it. Was it? Yeah. I would have taken another. I disagree. I would have taken another good Arctic Monkeys album. You know me from all my I love some stereo.
and bought the cat suit. My used to raising the roof and telling the truth. I thought I wasn't, but I was losing my mind. Oh, when she showed me how the night was supposed to sound, I realized that then whenever I shut my eyes, well there she hovered, looking like a million dollars in a briefcase or a duffel bag by high noon tomorrow. Just make sure you're not followed. And since you're such a stunner, send us something sunset colored. Let's make love to one another. 